Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, well, you know, tough loss. Uh, obviously one that the Lakers needed, uh, especially given the fact that New Orleans was playing without Brandon Ingram and without Herb Jones and given the schedule moving forward and... Hold on, what? No. Really? The DoorDash guy? The Lakers win a game that feels pretty big because if they lose this one, they sit at one and six. Obviously, two and five isn't great either. But given kind of the vibes around this team, the Lakers are now on a winning streak. What? What did? <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, but the Lakers, you know, they they win this one in overtime. It seemed like it was basically over. Matt Ryan hits a miraculous three in the corner that had every single person watching at home leaning a little left just to kind of see maybe just maybe. Oh, my God, it went in. Uh, so it was great. That was that was an awesome shot. Tremendous pass thrown in there from Austin Reeves. And and the Lakers did just enough. And, and I thought just completely outplayed uh, the Pelicans in overtime. The Pelicans looked like they thought the game was over and then were informed that they had to stick around for detention after. Um, and, and the Lakers really kind of took it to them in that extra set. Uh, a, a few things that I think are worth noting coming out of this one, though. This is now a trend, I think, uh, with Russell Westbrook coming off of the bench and how good he has looked in that role. Uh, this is a, a just completely different player. He looks a lot more comfortable out there. Whenever he's out there with LeBron, you see him kind of going through his steps, trying to figure out where he should be standing, when he should be attacking, all of these things. Whereas the more time that he spends with that second unit, it's just a whole bunch of younger guys who just want to get out there and run with him. And it it appears to just kind of free up the game for him. So that has been really cool to see. I you know I wrote for Silver Skin and Roll that I don't know what it necessarily changes at the end of the day, but for the time being. Uh, really cool story, really cool to see him accept this kind of a role and, and you know, be more open to it than he was um, <laughs> any time in his career to this point and, and certainly any time in his uh, Lakers tenure. Uh, he's accepted it to this point. I don't know. I still am not necessarily positive how sustainable it's going to be, but for right now, it is helping the Lakers win basketball games, and and frankly, until the trade happens or until the Lakers just come out and say they're committing to them, uh, that's all that really matters. My next note, and I don't think we can possibly make this note often enough, but Anthony Davis has been unbelievable defensively. Uh, obviously, the New Orleans Pelicans scored 117 points uh, last night. That's an overtime game pretty on par with what you would kind of expect with an extra five minutes uh, tacked on, but just so many plays that he either just kind of swallows up by actually, you know, deflecting intangibly affecting the play or just his presence stops people from even trying certain things in the key. Um, and I've been kind of thinking about this and, and I know, the Lakers going into to drop coverage with AD was kind of controversial, uh, but it allows him to just kind of focus on that thing, you know, 
Obviously, you think with AD, if you're just going into drop coverage that you're kind of squandering or not using all of his abilities defensively. But if he just kind of focuses on just stopping any and all action that he can in the paint, um, that changes the game. It, it forces everybody to operate further out than they would like to. Um, yes, the game is played uh, it, it, in, in three-point range. And yes, we have seen this evolution of the sport. But the paint is still the most valuable territory on a, on a basketball court. And if you have somebody who is as capable uh, as Anthony Davis is of deterring any positive action in there, then that's really going to screw up offenses. And he has been just tremendous in his ability to do all that. Lonnie Walker. <laughs> Lonnie Walker the fourth. Uh, he played 40 minutes, shot 9 of 17 from the field, 5 of 9 from three-point range. He scores 28 points, uh, grabs a few rebounds, dishes out one assist, a steal, and a block. Um, was a plus eight in that time. Uh, that is uh, good enough for second best on the night behind only Anthony Davis. And yeah, he's pretty clearly the Lakers, you know, whether you want to consider Russ in this role, um, their third best player. He's right there, I think, with Russ in terms of when he's on the court. The Lakers just kind of look better. They look more like a basketball team, more like an NBA team, that is. Uh, and and yeah, he has been like I enjoyed watching Malik Monk last year, um, but over the course of the season, you kind of realized, yeah, I don't know if he's necessarily a 16 win player, though. You know, I, I could see with Lonnie Walker having a little bit more size, having a little bit more length, um, just being a little bulkier. He's not the shooter that Malik was, uh, though after the game, he had an absolutely tremendous quote uh, to Mike Trudell with Spectrum, quote, my jump shot is too beautiful not to be making any threes, end quote. Uh, just tremendous stuff there from Lonnie. Uh, but yeah, I he feels like a 16-win player and uh, somebody who I think if the Lakers make a, a deeper playoff run, would I, I would actually feel comfortable with him playing playoff minutes. And, you know, given what he's making, uh, that's that's a, a, a quite the win. Now, him being a win there makes it so that, like, none doesn't matter as much. And I think Dennis Schroeder doesn't really matter. Um, or, you know, one of Dennis Schroeder or, or Patrick Beverly don't really matter. But, but look... For what the Lakers are hoping from him, and for especially what they got from from Lonnie Walker, uh, this is this was a, a kind of a coming out party, especially happening at home against the Pelicans team. That you know, conversation heading into it was was the trade for Anthony Davis worth it, and all that stuff. Uh, yes, it, it was, and and uh, having him come out in this kind of a game with the crowd going just absolutely berserk the way that they were, uh, was was really cool to see. Last note here, I thought it was interesting that Darwin went away from Russ to close out the game, both in the end of regulation and at the end of, or heading into, well, throughout overtime. Uh, this is an interesting one, and... Again, like I, I talked about how cool it is that Russ has accepted this role. Um, he seemed pretty 
okay with stuff after the game in his post-game scrum and all of that. Uh, but, you know, him not playing down the stretches of games is going to be interesting to see his reaction to that long term. That said, the Lakers won. And I thought last year in those games that Russ didn't play down the stretch of them, uh, the one major factor in how uninterested he was in that move from Frank Vogel was the fact that the Lakers were losing. So if the Lakers are winning while Russ isn't closing out these games, it kind of quiets down some of that noise. Russ might not be okay with it, probably isn't okay with it. I would actually be shocked if he was okay with it. Uh, But so long as the Lakers win, it's not something he can really question. So uh, that was interesting. It was cool to see Darvin be able to be comfortable to to, to do that kind of a thing. Um, It's going to be interesting with like somebody like Patrick Beverly, who the Lakers are actually committed to. I think Austin Reeves belongs in the starting lineup instead of Pat. But regardless, uh, the Lakers won, and Russ seemed okay with this after this game. And honestly, that's all that really matters right now. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. One more time, the Lakers beat the New Orleans, uh, New Orleans Pelicans at home, 120-117 to in overtime. Uh, they outscored the Pelicans 9-6. to Nice uh, overtime there for everybody who got to watch. Um, and yeah, fun game, fun, <laughs> fun game that I thought for sure the Lakers had lost shouts to everybody dunking on me on Twitter. That's what that shit is for. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to talk to Harrison here in a bit. So until then, until, and, and until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin saying, have a good one. <laughs> Matt Ryan, the dash mamba. <laughs> <laughs>